Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hey, it's Friday. Yes, I love Fridays. I do too, (laughs) but what is happening to our Fridays? Oh, I know. I don't like to use the word busy, but we're getting full. Yes, we're very full. We're getting full. We normally don't schedule sessions and things on Friday, but it's leaking over. (laughs) It is leaking over. Uh, I guess that's good. It is. We're not complaining. No. Because the Lord, different. the Lord brings here who He wants. Yeah, He does, and I do share that with my clients that mm-hmm. we we don't advertise. But it was nice to hear one new client say that um, she had been in prayer for a couple months. For um, she's actually done, I want to say LPC counseling. Yeah, um, for twelve years, and she wanted something oh, wow. different, and she. Um, was praying for her she's like I just really need something different and she's like I hardly ever see uh, a sign that has Christian in it you know like Uh your sign says Harmony Christian Counseling she was like normally it's it would be Harmony Counseling or something yeah so to see that was uh, a sign from the Lord (laughs) that I was it was an answered prayer so um, that was kind of nice to hear yeah yeah but I don't know why I got into that tangent. I don't know. It's Friday. Story. Yeah. It's Friday. Yeah. You got plans? Mm. I don't think so. Nice. No. I don't think so. I don't know what we're doing. I want to go to Costco, but you've already told me there's no toilet paper. Here we are. Again, but Reed keeps telling me, "Kim, we don't need toilet paper." (laughs) And I'm like, "Are we sure, though? Are we sure we couldn't use another one?" He's like, "No, honestly, I'm I'm pretty sure we don't." You probably have more toilet paper than I do. Our rule was, so I have. um, I will always just keep a case because you obviously at Costco you get it in cases <laughs> in the spare bedroom just one other extra supply just one just one and but then the others are out like in my pantry closet I have the whole case of you know I'll fill it with paper towels and then uh-huh. in the hall closet has so toilet paper keeping, but then I just have a you're spare just case one case yeah oh my goodness Kimberly no <laughs> How many do you have on oh, spare? And uh, you're only two people. I'm not even going to tell you. <gasps> you're a hoarder. With toilet paper and paper towels. Oh my goodness. I think I am. That's not good. Well, I wasn't going to get caught like we did a year ago. But it worked out fine. Yes, because I bought toilet paper and <laughs> oh paper goodness. towels. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess, you have four spares of each. (laughs) 
Is it worse? Oh my goodness! See, I don't need to go get any because I'll just I go over to your so. house. I, I <laughs> think some. we we may have four. Yes, we may have four is the number. <laughs> yeah, I know. Four is the number. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure that's what Reed said. You have to confirm that for me because the I Lord will. just said four. First he was saying three, but I was like, no, go up more. Four. So you went against the Lord on that? No, he told me four. Oh, okay. I was at first going to say three, but he's like, no, more. <laughs> that's not good. So why should I go to Costco? Exactly. Don't tempt yourself. If you can't buy <laughs> toilet paper and paper towels, right. why no, do you go to Costco? It's just going to cause you stress when you go there and see that the empty shelves. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, oh, I need to go to Home Depot. And nobody ever thinks to go to Home Depot. Nobody does. We do, because Jose's in uh -huh. Home Depot all the time. Yeah. That's where we got our spares, actually. Really? Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Don't tell everybody, whoever's listening, but Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Home you Depot. You just let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, you don't think of like Lowe's or Home Depot or Menards yeah. as having that, but they do. Oh, yeah. I haven't been in a Menards in a long time. Yeah. But the problem is the shipping cargoes now. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I would think that Lowe's and Home Depot's Home Depot and Menards, mm -hmm. they probably are going to have shipping cargo problems, too. Uh -huh. But didn't you say Costco's going to go Costco? I read something. He, yeah, he, they, old Mr. Costco, whoever he is, like, they're going to get it themselves. Go get their cargo. Yeah, because just think about the money they're losing. Of course. Right. It's crazy. This is a crazy world. It is. I'm so, about done with it. You know it. what? Crazy <laughs> world. Why don't we talk about Revelation? Yeah. That's a good one, huh? You you had a revelation. I had a revelation about Revelation. Let's, let's hear it. Okay. Well, should we start with reading some scripture first? Yes. Um, 19... I think it would be good to start reading at 11 and then maybe we'll go 11 through 16 and then jump to 21. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to read? Sure. Okay. Now I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he who sat on him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges and makes war his eyes were like a flame of fire and on his head were many crowns he had a name written that no one knew except himself he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the word of god and the armies in heaven <clears throat> excuse me clothed in fine linen white and clean followed him on white horses now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Mm. Verse 21, mm -hmm. and the rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse and all the birds were filled with their flesh. Mm. Yeah, so three things, okay? So we know in verse 13, he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And then, so on this white horse is G 
Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely Jesus. is. On, this is who we're talking about. Yep. Jesus on a white horse. Okay, so his name is called the Word of God. Then in 15, it says, Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, which what do we know in other scriptures as the sword? Right. Is the Word of God. The Word of God. Mm -hmm. And then we go to 21, and it says, And the rest were killed with the sword, which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on a horse. So the word of God went out. So then here was my revelation, was this, that unbelievers have two choices. You either become a believer or you don't. But either way, especially for the unbeliever, where it says in 19, and the rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him. Mm -hmm. Even if there are unbelievers, they don't believe in, in God, they don't believe in his word, even at their death, they're going to hear the word of God. Mm -hmm. The word of God is gonna go out no matter what it's clear in verse 21 when it says that and the rest were killed with the sword yeah and um which proceeded from the mouth yeah it's not the sword the actual metal yeah instrument it's the word of god yeah so because if, if you think about that how much God just used words, and we've talked about this before, yes. to speak things out. Yeah. So he could easily speak out the word of God, you know, whatever, however he wants to say that in words, and someone be dead from that, killed. Just like he spoke in life. Yes. He breathed life into us. Yes. He can speak Speaking. life out of us. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's never put God in a box. No, I mean of our thinking. There's power. There's power in, the in His name. Yes. There's power in the Word. So this is where I just sat there and I thought, you know, Lord, like there will be people in the end that, I mean, as many chances as you have given people. I know. And you even said this just a little bit ago. What 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 was that that you were saying? That um that we all know and it's in scripture. Like you look at the the 10 virgins that their lamps were full and the others were empty. Yeah. Which what that's stating is that some are going to be left behind. That yeah. think that they're they're going to call themselves Christians. They're going to call themselves followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. But they don't know who Christ is. They don't know his word. They don't know his word. Yeah. And so they will be left behind. So, But because God is so loving, and we're reading this in Revelation, that some people look at Revelation and say it's all full of doom and gloom. But no, it not. is, and it's so beautiful. There's beauty for the believer yes. in this. And what it's stating, though, because God gives us chance after chance, and I'm not saying this so that you guys wait till the last minute. No, no, no. But no, you no. have a choice whether you want to be caught up in the air with the Lord before the tribulation happens, yes. or if you want to be tested through the through the tribulation, tribulation 
to see if you will be saved then. Because yeah. God loves us so much and he loves the even the unbelievers. Yes. That he's still giving you a chance that there will be people saved during the tribulation. It won't yes, be there pretty. Will. Yes, there will. It, it will not be a pretty way to get saved. Mm -hmm. But even through that, God shows his mercy. Yeah. So that's what we were talking about, how God will still give you a chance yes through the tribulation mm -hmm. for some to be saved but it's going to be in much more extreme and harsh conditions oh. than what you think we're you're living in now oh yeah this this is this is anything. a piece of cake it is this. persecution though because i have had someone ask me just the other day well don't you think we have to endure some kind of tribulation i go what do you think we're in now what do you think that this is tribulation there's persecution not, everywhere there's yeah there's persecution but we're not in the tribulation no we're not in the tribulation no. but we are no, no, still no, no, no. being tried yeah this is not uh, yes. what god designed this earth to be and so you you know there's divisions in family that's persecution mm -hmm. there's abandonment that's a per sign of persecution right. there's all kinds of things that are happening but well, look what they're doing overseas i mean yeah. to the christian right you know in china and afghanistan they're doing you know they don't they don't want the believers to so there is um a form of mm -hmm. definitely a form of persecution and trial that um that we're going through even in jesus's time yeah it's been going on for years people it is like this isn't just like now it's in the 20th yeah. century that right things are getting rough and tough mm -hmm. you look back in jesus's yeah you look back in jesus's day and it was oh it was bad then yeah but so, it's gonna get worse yeah and there are going to be unbelievers that that jesus is going to put it out there one last time come on now mm -hmm. But you're going to, you know, those unbelievers, they're going to be suffering in the tribulation. Mm. And still, there's going to be people that say no to him. So this is what this is talking about. No matter what, like number one, I, I think we just need to say this again. Number one, if there is an unbeliever out there that's listening or you know of an unbeliever, they need to come to Jesus now. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. right now was uh, is is a minute too late. Like yeah. you need to do this quickly. Mm -hmm. So don't save it and say, "Well, I'll just I'll just see if I get through the tribulation." And no, don't do that. Oh man, don't do that. That's that's really bad, bad, oh. bad thinking. No, because what we studied is there's only. There's only two ways you're going to survive, and one is is actually death, being martyred. Yeah. Or the other way, so you will be if you're martyred. Okay, you will you will make it to heaven and be saved if yeah. you if you choose Jesus right. at that time. But listen yeah. to me, people, you're going to be martyred. Yeah. Or you have to hide in the wilderness, mm -hmm. and you have no way of buying goods or food. No. Any or supplies. No. So the scriptures and revelation do talk about fleeing to the wilderness. Yeah. And you're in hiding. Yeah. You're in hiding. So yeah. those are your two options of being saved. Either you're martyred or you're hiding in the wilderness right. until the seven years is up. Yeah. That's None of those a, sound good to me. No. It's going to be a long seven years. Right. Of Yeah. Of, of, of torturous times where the, the earth gets attacked the first three and a half years. Mm -hmm. The earth does with God still 
in a loving way is trying to get your attention just yeah. by bringing like the rivers are going to dry up and yeah. the sun's yeah. going to be scorching hot right and, and and things like that he's going to affect the earth and attack it in that way to get your attention then the then the remaining three and a half the oh my goodness it's not good no People it is because that's when the antichrist comes yes. into reign and yeah. he's he's evil yes he is, he is evil. complete evil and that's when satan is going to indwell the antichrist he will even turn on the people that he has he has made alliances and yeah stuff with he yeah. will turn on them yeah mm -hmm. it's going to be bad super bad Mm -hmm. So it's it's really good now to come to Christ so that yeah. when the rapture happens, if you don't die in Christ before the rapture, right. then you're then you're gonna be caught up with, with Jesus and mm -hmm. other believers. You know, but the the point being, no matter what, you will still hear the word of God. Yeah. He's still that powerful and you're still going to hear the word of God um, go out. Right. And this is why even studying Revelation, you see how much love and mercy mm. God still has all the way to the very last book yeah. of the Bible. Yeah. That it's not all gloom and doom. He's still, like he literally will have angels shouting through heaven saying, repent. I mean, yeah. it's gotten to a point where he has um, the angels speaking out to where it just fathoms me. I just can't wrap my head around that people still are not going to listen. They're still not going to listen when you hear a trumpet and you hear the voice of an angel coming from heaven saying, repent, turn around, flee from Babylon. Get out. Away. This is your last warning. Hello. Last warning. I mean, I would be like. Come to Jesus. I mean, yeah. come on as we read this. Um, and this section is called Christ on the White Horse. I mean, does this not give you chills when you read? Now, this is, this is from John. Uh, John was saying, Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. To me, that is just... That's just so powerful and so I, I get excited because, gosh, to see that. Yeah, it just makes me think about, and I'm not going to name religions, but it, it saddens me because I used to be in one where they did not teach about the rapture. And so when you, if you did read Revelation and you didn't believe in the rapture, it would be a scary book. But that contradicts the scripture in the very beginning that says, blessed is he who reads, reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the yes. time is near. Yeah. That would totally contradict just not believing in the rapture. This just came upon me because yeah. there are so many religions. And so when I was in well, that even some bringing, of the Christian 
Christian denominations yes. don't believe in the rapture. And when I was in that upbringing, it brought a, a fear of the Lord not in a good way. It, it showed me how could God really love me? How is God really going to love mm -hmm. a faithful servant? Right. A faithful servant and allow them to go through a tribulation that is so wicked wicked yeah and it's because he's not but what's so funny is naomi remember when we did um we did another revelation study it was jeremiah mm -hmm. dr jeremiah right yeah. uh -huh. when we were doing that um Oh, help Agents me. Agents of the Apocalypse. Agents of the Apocalypse, yep. which, which is a teaching on Revelation. It's something totally different than what we're doing now because we're doing verse by verse. Yes. Um, but that's where I think the light bulb went out yep. for you, right? It did. It did. Because the way he explained that in Scripture, it was so eye-opening that the God who I thought um, that I was serving, he... It was it was it was uh, almost diminishing his love and the biggest characteristic he is, which he is love, because I couldn't wrap my head around. I always had confusion, and God is not of confusion, right? I had this confusion of why God is love, and if He loves His people, His bride, why would you treat a bride that way? Think about it. Yeah. If you if you were engaged, uh -huh. okay, and you're the groom. But you, and you love this bride, but you're going to allow her to go through some evil and torture and torment and difficult times. Would you do that? No, it's not in, that's right. not in God's character. No, We're it isn't. made in his image. Yeah. So I could never wrap my head around, why would he allow me to go through this? If I, if I have lived my life the best I could to love him and to glorify him, why is he going to mm -hmm. treat me that way? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's because it was false teaching. So yes. people, please. Oh. Please, please. I mean, I I was set free when I went yeah. through that. Yeah, I remember. I was literally, and that is what put me on fire for God because... Well, because it changed your view of who he exactly. is. That's why I so teach you have to know who God is. So now... And his character. Yes, because you're like... I was like, that's that's not... First of all, why would I want to serve a God who would do that to me? Right. I think it's so the devil is behind that. Oh, the devil you know is, it is so behind that because just like me having those thoughts, like why would why do I want to serve God that's going to make me go through? Well, this? that's Satan trying I, to get you away from the Lord, the truth, and yes, away from the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I just yeah, you oh. have to be careful of. Who's teaching you're under or who's teaching you're listening to? And listen to the spirit that's given. If it's giving you confusion, you need to keep, dig deeper. Yeah. Until that confusion is relieved. Find truth. Yes, because God is not a confusion. No. And if one, again, I say it a hundred times, mm -hmm. if one scripture contradicts another, you have interpreted a scripture wrong. Then. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. You have because no scripture in, in this Bible will contradict. Right. God doesn't contra contradict because, listen, it also says, like I just got done reading, that, um, and he who sat on him, meaning the horse, was called faithful and true. Right. 
And in righteousness, he judges and makes war. So um, he's faithful. He's true. Mm -hmm. He is the way, the truth, and the light. Right. Right. So, yeah, I just thought this was interesting because, um, you know, and I honestly, I think this is why maybe people just, they don't... um, they, they don't, don't want to read the Bible. Wanna, yeah, especially Revelation. Especially Revelation. Because <laughs> let me tell you, we have spent a year and three months in Revelation. We're coming to the end. Yeah. But man, we are in the good chapters. Yeah. The last four chapters, just awesome, awesome chapters. And I just heard this. I don't know where I heard it from. Maybe it was Jack Hibbs that... Um, Satan is all in the Bible except for the first two chapters and the last two where um, really I'm gonna have to read that how did he say that uh, where did I don't remember where I heard that but he said something like do you know you know what chapters um, that Satan is not in it's like the first chapter and the last chapter and I, I had guessed that in my head because I'm thinking he's put away or maybe he said is no longer uh, affecting the world or could, something like that. Well, listen to this. I could see where where uh, Satan isn't mentioned in the first and the last mm-hmm. chapter. Of creation. Uh-huh. And then. Right. But because Jesus is the first and the last, he's uh-huh. the beginning and the end. Yes. Yes. Ooh, that gets me yeah, chills. Exactly. Yeah. So I could see, I could see that. Yep. But I guess it's just God is really, honestly, listeners, God is really, I think, putting it heavy on Kim and I's heart here that... Got to be in the Word. Because we are so in the last, last, last hours. Mm -hmm. And you just look at the world and and God has not... um, God has given us signs to be able to be prepared and ready and mm-hmm. equipped. Mm-hmm. And we study prophetic signs and we, we see what's happening around the world that are some mind-blowing things that you think would never be happening, but yeah. they are happening. Yes. So if they're happening, that means that Jesus is coming soon. Yeah. And again, I always go back to Satan is not all-knowing. No, he isn't. He does not know when Jesus is coming. Nope, he doesn't. So if you see more evil and stuff being uh, a hundredfold more more yeah. evil than before, yeah. it's because he does know he's running out of time. Yes. And so he's going to be on guard and on ready mm-hmm. at all times, mm-hmm. meaning what do we as Christians need to be doing? Yeah, on because, guard and ready. Oh, way, we need to be like uh-huh. steps ahead of him. This is where I think Christians tend to relax. They relax and and they say, you know what, I'll I'll get in my word next week. Boy, I got a busy, busy week. Well, like we've said a million times, you know what the acronym for busy is. Yeah. That's being under Satan's yoke. Yeah. Um that's why uh it's it's so important that you're in God's word every single day. Yeah. And my eyes just went to where my Bible is randomly flipped to. Um, and maybe we should end on this. It's Revelation 22, verse 6 and 7. 22. And here's where God wants us to end because the, mm, the, 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 the time the, is near. Yep. 
Then he said to me, These words are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I am coming quickly. There's no doubt. Yep. No doubt. He cannot lie. He this cannot will come, lie. This will come true. So, you know, if you're if you're in Christ, dig deeper. Yes. Dig deeper, get into your word. Uh, if you're a lukewarm Christian, you better step it up in a hurry. Because there's a letter to you yeah, in Revelation. There is. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and uh, if you're an unbeliever, listen, God's calling you. You have a choice. You do. And I either way, his word's going out. Yes. So you have a choice and it's and it's best to come come to him yeah and don't don't come up with your own assumptions of what you think the afterlife is or what kind yeah. of what kind of god will fit into uh, your world or coming to your own assumptions you have to it's it's truth yeah you just need to go to the source and the truth of what it really is mm -hmm. and what afterlife really is and your your soul never dies people so yeah yeah. You have a choice of where you want your soul to go Heaven to. or hell. Yeah. There's only two places. Right. And when you die and you go to hell, that doesn't mean that you're dead. It's eternal. It's eternal. And guess what? You're living eternally in torment. Mm-hmm. So. And we had, we had even read in a book um, where the author was giving revelation about someone um, that the Lord allowed them to see what... I don't even remember what the book is called, What Hell is Like, and you will be like a broken record. Yeah. Um, you will have all of those opportunities the Lord gave you to learn and hear the gospel and that you turned it away. You're yeah. going to be tormented by that. Yes. You're going to be tormented by that remembrance. Uh -huh. Yeah. That Because God doesn't want you to think that he didn't give you a chance. He's going to make you remember over and over. All of the doors he opened for all, you. And all the doors you shut. But that goes for believers too. Yeah. Because the Lord still opens doors for us to either talk to someone or whatever it may be. And I go back because, uh, Naomi, you and I were talking about this uh, before we jumped on a podcast of um, the older gentleman that came to yeah. the door yeah the door was opened for yeah. him there was there was a lot of opportunity because he wanted a he said he wanted a counselor um, and we've mentioned this on the podcast before how he was really he just came here to instigate he didn't he didn't really want a Christian counselor but he had an opportunity right there mm -hmm. um, literally the door was open to mm -hmm. him mm -hmm. and um, spiritually he shut that door on yeah. god yeah. which is it's incredible to me because we counsel out of god's word we you know we talk about jesus all day long mm -hmm. and how it's so important that we all need a relationship with christ he's the only one <clears throat> to save you and, and we're i mean we're we have not arrived here with our relationship with Christ and and we're building it every single day in the things that the Lord gives us for podcasts we're like you know we're 
we're soaking in it too. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's so important. Yeah, the time is near. Yeah, and if you don't know where to start, because I hear this in counseling, yeah. I, you know, I don't know where to start. I don't. I don't have like a desire to read my my Bible. Um, I don't understand it. I don't have time. Um, all these excuses. I hate to read. Yeah, I don't like to read. You just need to pray about that thing then. Whatever yeah. which one I just named. Say, yeah. Lord, help me to mm -hmm. have a desire to know you. Help, right. me to, help me to understand your word. Help me to find time and make you a priority. Just pray. Yeah. And we've all been there. Yeah. I mean, I've been at that point Absolutely. where God was not a priority in my life. Yeah. And I prayed that. Lord, help me to make you a priority in my life. Right. And we just read today, he is faithful. Yeah. He is true and he so. is faithful. The time is near, people. Yep. All righty. Well, until we meet again, I just hope everybody uh, gets in their word. And pass this along, please. Yeah. And I know we said that because we want to reach really unbelievers, honestly. Yeah. Not just believers, but we want to we reach those people that don't know God. <clears throat> so pass this along if you have friends or family that... Um, you don't know how to tell them, yeah. you know, use us. Yeah. <laughs> Just say, hey, I listen to this podcast and maybe it'll bless you. Yeah. Just pass it along. But That's right. Yeah. Got to get it out. No kidding. All right. All right. Well, have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.